1: Hello, and welcome to the Church of the Week. I'm John Hall, and each week here at Word FM, we're spotlighting the power of the local church in our town, shining the light of Jesus Christ here locally across Western Pennsylvania, the state of Pennsylvania, our nation, and the world. Christ lives in us, but to know and grow in Christ takes the local church, the pastor, the elders, the congregation, all of us, submitting to His Lordship. It's our hope that by inviting local pastors to join us on air, that all of us will grow in the knowledge and truth of Jesus Christ. Joining us on today's Church of the Week show is Pastor William Glaze, who joins us from Bethany Baptist Church. Pastor Glaze, welcome to the show. Hey, John. It's good to be with you today. Always a pleasure to hear your voice, Bill. Thanks for coming along today. I'm always interested in a pastor and how a pastor evolves, for lack of a better word, into just a guy in the beginning, and then hearing the call of God in his life, and then what it is to become a pastor. Can you talk about yourself as a young man, and what you were like then, and then what happened, and then where you are now?
0: Well, yeah, I I grew up here in the city of Pittsburgh, and, you know, very interested in uh, sports. You know, that was uh, basically uh, my background uh you know played basketball baseball uh but especially uh football and uh ended up getting a scholarship uh to go to a, a small school out in Colorado you know where i played uh football out there so you know that that kind of you know was the was the focus of uh, of my life Yeah. and uh you know after i uh finished my uh college career uh, you know well basically let me go back and just say that it was in college uh that I gave my life to Christ hmm. and and so at that point you know I was uh, able to you know be discipled by some uh strong men uh in the in the church that I got hooked up with and began to grow you know as a as a Christian and uh when I finished my uh college career actually uh had an invitation to uh, go try out with the Dallas Cowboys nice and so you know I went and tried out with them uh didn't make it in the next year I, I got an invitation uh to try out for the Denver Broncos Ooh. and uh I, when I got uh re- cut from the Denver Broncos you know I remember I was uh in a uh, a room in Denver and was just thinking that you know you know where you know where does my life go from here I mean you know my whole life uh re- revolved around sports and uh, around football. And I, you know, with with uh, all the passion in me, wanted to go and play uh, professional football. And when those dreams were dashed, it seems like, you know, God at that point, uh, at, at my point of brokenness, you know, he came in and and spoke to me about uh, going to seminary. And it was at that point where, you know, I began to look into uh, seminary, and and see you know exactly what uh, God uh, would have me to do. Now, you know I it's it's kind of kind of funny because uh, you know at that point uh, what I wanted to do was go to seminary and and get uh, a degree so that I could teach at a college at a at a Christian college and coach football. Mm-hmm. You know those those were the two things that I wanted to do. So I, I began uh, to pursue uh, that path. Uh, in life. Uh, so I went to, to, uh, to seminary, uh, worked on my degree was looking forward to, you know, uh, going somewhere and, and coaching football. And I, and, and John, I tell people this, uh, that God kind of tricked me, you know, and I I say that facetiously, I know that God is not a deceiver. Uh, right. So I, I don't want to you know present that. Uh, but what happened was I was teaching a Bible study, uh, and, Uh, there was a pastor of a church and he was working on Wednesday nights so he couldn't uh, teach. And so he asked me to teach. Hmm. And so, you know, I began to teach uh, on Wednesday nights and, you know, just fell in love with the church, fell in love with the people. And uh, again, uh, my goal is, you know, this, this teaching is helping me to hone, you know, my skills so that I can go teach at a college and, and coach football. And uh, the pastor ended up leaving to take another church And so the people were without a pastor and, uh, you know, I was there and I was continuing to teach. And, and so the people asked me, you know, if I would come and pastor the church and, uh, I prayed about it and, and felt the direction of God. And I, and I just had to smile to myself. I said, God, you really got me this time because, (laughs) you know, it, it, it wasn't my intention to be a pastor. You know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily, you know, feel the call to be a pastor. But at that point, you know, when they asked me to come and be their pastor, you know, it was like God had confirmed it in my spirit. And so I went and I began to, uh, you know, pastor uh, the church. And it was uh, after that that God called me back home to Pittsburgh uh, to pastor Bethany Baptist Church.
1: Fabulous. And so, and Bill, when you were called to that church, you had to be a young man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, at at the time, you know, I had uh, my my kids were all young. You know, they were, you know, some of them were still in, in diapers. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, if, if people see me now, you know, I have this big gray beard. And I, I tell people at at that time, you know, I had uh, hair on the top of my head and it was all black. So, you know, right now I don't have any hair on, on my head. I have hair on my face and it's all gray. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, as, as I heard uh, one songwriter say, uh, I wore a
1: younger man's clothes at that time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's interesting. So you know, I think a lot of guys, a lot of people can understand You know where you're coming from. As a young man, your hopes and dreams are set on one thing. I mean, the NFL calls and you think, I can do this. I got this. And then, you know, there you go into the cowboy training camp and, and signed by the Broncos. And you think, I'm on my way. Until you hear right. no, and the no comes yeah. hard. I mean, a lot of people could go, uh, I would crush, it does crush a lot of people to have their dreams, uh, you know, sort of swept out from underneath them. But you heard God's call, and and, and not to say in, in any way, shape, or form that God's call was second best, but it was certainly unexpected, yeah?
0: Right. Well, yeah, and you know what, I, I, I liken it uh, to, you know, God is trying to work in our lives and, and we keep fighting against him and we keep resisting. And then finally we come to that point of brokenness. And and in my, I, I tell people all the time, in my sanctified imagination, mm. you know, I kind of saw God saying, okay, he got all this fight out of him. And I kind of saw God rolling up his sleeves and saying, okay, now I can begin to work with him. That's and cool. and so, you know, it was, you know, after I had, you know, that that experience, uh, that letdown, down, that, you know, being in that point of brokenness, that I, I, you know, God uh, said, "Look, okay, now, now we can work my plan. You That's know, cool. uh, your plan is not going to work. Now, let's let's work on my plan.
1: Fabulous." And then to be called to that church as a young man with those disappointments in mind, but still with your degree in seminary, you had to feel a sense of confidence. Oh, good, I, I am on the right path. God is calling me here. I'm in the. I'm. I'm where I'm supposed to be.
0: Right. Right. And, and, and again, you know, I really uh, ha- had again, charted my course, you know, as far as teaching uh, at a college and coaching football, you know, that was the, that was the course that I was going to take. So, you know, again, uh, God brought me to that point. And John, it was another one of those experiences where, you know, in my imagination, you know, I see God saying, okay. uh, uh, And and he rolled up his sleeves again, you know, and say, okay, now I can work with you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, he, he, he brought me to that point. And, uh, and, you know, you sometimes, you know, he, he lets you come to the end of your, yourself. And because, you know, you continue to fight and want to do your thing and do, and do it your way. And, and God, I believe he lets us get that, you know, almost like, you know, somebody that's drowning, you know, and, and you try to save them and they're, and they're fighting you. And, you know, while you're trying to save them, and sometimes you just got to let them get all that fight out of them. And then you can come in the water and, 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 and rescue them. So, you know, I, I, I kind of see, you know, those were two incidents where God let me get the fight out of me and and he was able to come in and do something.
1: I love it. If you just joined us, we're speaking with Pastor William Glaze. He's the pastor of Bethany Baptist Church here in the Homewood neighborhood of the city of Pittsburgh. So Bill, let's talk about the transition to Bethany. Um, was Bethany an established church when you took over the pastorate?
0: Yes, uh, I, actually, Bethany was uh, founded in 1897 wow so you know the church is you know over 125 years old and as you know uh it it, it progressed throughout the years you know it's it's always been you know because i've gone back and looked at you know pictures of the church and it seemed like you know it was always uh, a family uh, oriented church it was a neighborhood church uh a lot of people uh from the neighborhood uh came to the church and and you know. At- as a result, now you know a, a lot of the children and the grandchildren of those individuals that established Bethany over the years. You know they have uh, moved out of the community, uh, but they still maintain uh, their membership at the church. And so, you know, even though they might be living, you know, in suburban areas, uh, they still come back uh, to the church uh, where you know where their roots are and uh, and and continue to be a part of that tradition. Uh, now, you know, as as more generations come, it seemed like we get a little bit further away from that. But those first couple generations, you know, there was that commitment uh, by those individuals to come back and be a part of uh, the church in in the community. So, you know, uh, it's it's been a, a, an established church, uh, you know, uh, like I said, family oriented, uh, have, have over the years, you know, done a lot of uh, outreach into the community and, and pretty much, you know, over the years uh, has been a community church. Wonderful. Now, again, you know, within probably the last uh, 20, 30 years, you know, it, it, it not so much, uh, you know, we, we're drawing a lot of people from outside of the community. Mm-hmm. But that that was the established, you know, identity of the church, uh, you know, as it as it grew.
1: Fabulous, eighteen ninety seven Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. So, Bill, as you said, uh, a long, long time with a neighborhood connection. Uh, let's talk about the physical church po- uh, proper, because um, I know you've got a brand new sanctuary now. Uh, the eighteen ninety seven uh, started the church. Were you at in, in, in one established location, and what's what was that like to transition to a brand new sanctuary?
0: Yeah, well, I, I, the history of the church, you know, it was uh, founded in uh, 1897 and, you know, they worshiped there for several years. Uh, and then, you know, there was some some issues with the building uh, and they ended up moving to Wilkinsburg for uh, a little while. Uh, I, I'm not exactly sure, you know, how many years they were in Wilkinsburg, but when they had the opportunity to move back, you know, into uh, Homewood, they they moved back into Homewood and then, you know, built uh, built that building. Uh, and so, you know, there was, uh, several renovations, uh, of the building, uh, along the way, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, probably back in the 1950s, uh, they had, you know, uh, reconstructed the, the building, renovated it and, you know, went into debt, uh, to do it. And it's interesting because a lot of the members, you know, uh, mortgaged their houses, you know, wow. in order to pay off the debt of the church. No kidding. And you know, that's—I mean—that's something that I, I, I mean. You, you know, when you talk about doing something like that, you know, uh, the, it takes a great faith and it takes a great commitment to the church. Yep. But the people uh, actually mortgage their, uh, you know, their houses uh, in order to pay the debt off of the church. Wow. Uh, and so you know, the the church uh, continued to exist uh, up until you know the 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 1990s and you know, we had uh, raised money, you know, to look at doing renovations uh, in the church because you know it, it, it was so old. But John, as we began to look at it, you know, the uh, infrastructure of the church—you know, the the plumbing, mm-hmm. the the electricity, the heating—I mean, it was going to take massive revisions to those things, and probably cost uh, just as much uh, to uh, do the renovation. Uh, as it was to just begin to, uh, to, to build a new, uh, a new church. So, you know, we decided, you know, at, at that point, because, you know, there was some question, you know, we had raised about a half a million dollars and uh, there was some question, well, should we even stay in this community? And the leadership almost to a person said that, you know, this is where God has called us, you know, because when I first came uh, to Bethany in 1990 uh, you know, it was a, uh, It was one of the worst neighborhoods in the city of Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. You know, there were drugs, there were gangs, prostitutes uh, uh, that walked up and uh, and down the street. And as a matter of fact, uh, there's a a street that's right up uh, uh, the next block from our church. And it was uh, known by the police as the worst drug corner in the city of Pittsburgh. Holy so heck. that's what, you know, I came into. So, you know, we felt that, you know, we need to stay here. You know, if we leave, then the presence of, of the Lord is going to leave uh, as far as with our church. And so, you know, we need to stay here, keep the presence. So at that point, we made it a commitment that we would want to stay there. And so we built a multi-purpose building. It was about $1.5 million where, you know, we had office spaces. We had a gym. We had a fellowship hall, you know, we had classrooms uh, and, you know, it it was just a a great uh, facility, which we are still in right now. Uh, And, and so, you know, we were able to move, you know, our operating and operations over there, but we still continued to worship in the old church across the street. But again, it was, it was kind of falling apart. And so at that point, you know, we, we said that, uh, you know, we're going to move, you know our worship service into the multi-purpose building, which was uh, our gymnasium at the time. So we actually worshipped in there for about 20 years. You know, up until uh, until we built this this new sanctuary, uh, and that was the goal all the time—to build a new sanctuary. So we knew that as we worshipped in the uh, multi-purpose room, uh, we knew that you know we weren't going. Oh, let's put it this way: we we felt. That we weren't going to be there, uh, you know, permanently, and it was just a temporary thing. And, and one of the things that happened uh, because we had to move our worship service into our new building, you know, a lot of ministries that we were doing, you know, were affected. Like we had a, a basketball ministry to the young people in the community. And when we moved into our gym, you know, we had to design it for a worship service so we could no longer uh, have that basketball ministry. I see. Uh, there were some other community things that we were doing that we had to stop because we moved you know, our worship into there. And now that we've built this new sanctuary, you know, and we're able to worship in our new sanctuary, we were able to open up uh, some of the ministries that that we were doing before. Outside. So that's kind of a, a history of how we got to the the new sanctuary.
1: Fabulous. It's a new and beautiful sanctuary uh, serving a vibrant community, Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Pastor William Glaze is with us for the Church of the Week segment. Uh, Pastor, before you leave us, uh, there's a lot of things that are going on at Bethany. you got a Bible Institute. You do missions programs. Talk to us about both of those, please.
0: Yeah, well, we have a, a Bible Institute. Uh, and, you know, it's been an operation for uh, about 25 years now. Uh, and we uh, offer certification in biblical counseling. Hmm. And, and over the years, uh, John, we've had people from all over the city that have come and uh, uh, through our Bible Institute and have got certified in biblical counseling. So, you know, we've been able to have an impact, you know, on 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 the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, as we've trained people to go back into their churches uh to do biblical counseling. Uh one of the things that we also have is uh apologetics. Uh you know we we kind of specialize and come at come at uh the Bible and the Christian faith from an apologetic perspective. So you know that's one of the uh if I could say flagship courses that we would have in our Bible institute Excellent. is uh apologetics. And then you know another thing that we had that's come out of our counseling ministry is that uh we have a premarital counseling program mm-hmm. where we uh equip couples for marriage. You know, sometimes, you know, it's it's easier uh to to get a marriage license than it is to get a driver's license. Mm-hmm. And and so and so people are entering into marriage that that and, and they are not equipped. And as a result, uh, you know, of our premarital counseling program, I mean, we it, it's a thorough examination of marriage of, you know, we have an inventory that we use. Uh, so, you know, anyone that uh, goes through our premarital counseling program uh, has, you know, uh, whether they use them or not, they have the gifts and skills uh, to, to have a a healthy marriage. Wow. Uh, so, you know, that's that's what we do on our Bible Institute. Uh, you know, we also have a missions program uh, where we, and like a lot of churches, you know, support missions around the world. Uh, you know, we uh, have had our people over the years uh, been called to the mission field. Uh, we send people out. I know, John, that you and Kathy go on short-term missions trips, yes. and you know, mm-hmm. we uh, send people uh, from our church. They go on short-term missions trips, and you know, uh, you know, we we support you know, missionaries in Africa, China, Pakistan, India, uh, Canada. Uh, So, you know, that, you know, that, that's one, you know, people uh, ask what kind of church is Bethany. And when people ask me what kind of church is Bethany, I say, I say two things. I say, first of all, it's a Bible teaching church. And again, I, you know, there are, there are a lot of Bible teaching churches. So I, I'm not saying that that say we can stick our chest out and, and think that we're doing something that somebody else is not doing. Right. But that's our identity. We are a Bible teaching and then we are a missions minded church. You know, John, in my in my personal mission statement, my personal uh, mission statement is to uh, wipe out biblical illiteracy. Hmm. So, you know, I want to uh, educate people. As to what uh, the Bible says, you know, and, and as a result of that, you know, God has given me a platform, uh, not only with our Bible Institute, but I come on a, a, a program on Cornerstone Television right here in the city of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. It's called Hard Questions, where we answer your questions out of the Bible. Uh, I answer if I don't know if you've ever heard of a website. It's called GotQuestions.org. Oh, sure. Where, you know, people, yeah, well, I, I'm one of the people that answers questions on GotQuestions.org. And then there's a a Christian television uh, network, Total Christian Television, TCT, where I'm on a program there, and it's called Ask the Pastor. So, you know, I'm I'm trying to uh, live out uh, that mission statement that God has given me to wipe out biblical illiteracy. And so that's why we have our Bible Institute, you know, with our counseling program and with our other biblically-based
1: programs. Fabulous so that thread of uh, continuing to be a pastor who teaches and preaches uh, that is strong in the life of Bethany Baptist. Pastor Bill Glaze is with us. Uh Bill uh, let's talk about um yeah, Bethany is a 501c3 and uh what's ahead in the next uh, little bit here.
0: Okay. Uh yeah, our 501c3 uh is actually our arm uh reaching out in into the community. Uh you know the, the Lord uh I you know one Thanksgiving you know, we went and served with the Light of Life uh, mm. on the north side, and the Lord gave me a vision for a kitchen mm. in uh, in Homewood, and I said, "Lord, if 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 you ever bring this to fruition, uh, we're going to call it the Master's Kitchen," mm. and and so, uh, uh, you know, got together with some saints, and we uh, started the Master's Kitchen, where you know people can come uh, on a Friday. And, and, you know, it's not like a soup kitchen, you know, but, you know, we actually serve about a four or five course meal. You nice. know, they get the meat, they get the uh, starch, they get the vegetable, they get the salad, they get the dessert. And, and then, you know, we have hooked up with several uh, uh, organizations around the city where, you know, we get donuts and bread and stuff like that, where they're able to take that. And so, you know, th- we have that going on. We have a food pantry mm-hmm. where uh, we that that serves emergency needs that anytime a person has a need as far as food, that uh, they can call us and, you know, we will give them groceries to get them through. And then, you know, once a month, you know, we invite the community and we come and they they get all type of uh, groceries. Uh, You know, we've done a lot of work in the community dealing with the elderly and health issues. Uh, So, you know, our 501C3 uh, has uh, been uh, uh, an oasis uh, in the desert.
1: Fabulous. Bill, our, our time is just about up, but uh, looking ahead uh, in a minute or so, tell us where you are. I mean, there's a there's a lot going on there with Bethany. I, I love it so much, but of course, the future always uh, looms looms out there, isn't it?
0: Right, right. And well, you know, and, and John, one of the things that we uh, have done uh, since we built a new sanctuary, you know, we felt that you know you you, you hear these uh, these churches becoming uh, nightclubs and bars stuff like that, right. and so you know, uh, you know, we said that. We don't want that to happen, you know, that we built this. There's been investment over the years, uh, going back to 1897 all the investments, the blood that the, the saints have shed. And, and so we want to make sure that it continues on, you know, long after we're gone. So, John, the big focus that we have right now is next gen. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, we are uh, uh, going all out uh, into next gen ministries. And and bringing along that next generation uh, to continue to uphold the bloodstained banner and to uh, represent Christ. So uh, that's our focus right now is uh, now again, you know, we're doing other things, too. But that's the big initiative that we are working with is the next gen.
1: Fabulous. Pastor. I always leave better having uh, connected with you and talked to you, and I can feel the passion just pour out of you for the church and the work that you're doing and all the saints in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, Thank you so much, really. It's a a great privilege to be connected to your ministry.
0: Amen. And I appreciate uh, you uh, honoring us by allowing me to come on and talk about our church.
1: Truly, the pleasure has been ours. Pastor William Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church. It is our Church of the Week here at Word FM. Say, if you'd like to nominate your pastor and your church to join us in the show so we can hear about the work that you're doing, we invite you to look at our website, wordfm.com, where you'll see the Church of the Week banner. By filling out a simple request, someone from the Word FM staff will be in touch. Well, thanks for being with us today. And may the grace and the peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be with you this day and always. Amen.